Do any of my listeners in the United States currently hold a phone that's greater than two years old? If you answered yes, you are being priced out of a market with your current phone. And the reason why, inadvertently or intentionally, whatever you want to call it, the word is there, telecommunication companies like Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T, which are the three-headed horsemen of cellular data transport, are putting all their money into 5G communication because it is a rapid transport of communication that can provide utility at a telecommunication level at the cellular level. What does that mean? That ultimately means that 5G in practice is as good as a fiber connection with the standard throttling rates. You can download, in essence, a throughput of data through your phone at a rate that would be equivalent to you connecting a J45 fiber cord to the back of a computer. Now, for me, I currently for the next two weeks, hold a 4G iPhone XR. And that phone has been running on the 4G signal since its inception. Now, I talked to Verizon and I said, hey man, my my phone, my my signal sucks. Like, you guys are supposed to be the most reliable network in in the nation. What's going on? And Verizon very bluntly said, uh, we're putting all of our money into 5G towers. We're, we're no longer fostering the 4G signal. We're not maintaining it. We're not throttling it. We're not doing anything with it. The 4G signal, in essence, is being downgraded and provided to other companies. So if you are a Verizon customer or an AT&T customer and, or a T-Mobile customer at that, and you have a phone that's not supported by the 5G um, signal throughput, you are, in essence, paying the, a larger amount for a shittier signal that other providers are now getting. You could go to uh, a third-party company that doesn't own the infrastructure, and they would sell you a data plan with the phone at an exorbitantly lesser price. But you're getting 4G. You're not getting 5G. And you wouldn't know the difference, perhaps, but it's there. And I feel like when you're paying a premium cost for something like a 5G signal and you're not getting it, Verizon should be definitely discounting those prices for its consumers. But they're not going to do that. They're going to continue to charge you the 5G price at the 4G cost while providing you with a 4G signal and saying, well, well, it's kind of your fault because you decided you wanted to have an old phone. And, And that to me is an issue with... The way this government of ours operates is it it doesn't have anybody in Congress worth a damn that has any technical understanding of how the internet works, how telecommunication works, how data works, how a brute force attack works. They don't even understand a basic 100 level cybersecurity course when they're passing legislation for security. And this is a significant development in the United States because we have other infrastructure issues in this country outside of telecommunication. 
It might be our strongest because it's the most privatized. It's got the most dollars going into it. Like a toll road, for instance. Everybody that drives on said road pays a toll, which ultimately maintains the road and pays the labor costs that it takes to maintain that freeway. Well, cellular data is probably the most common denominator across all demographics in the United States, and it gets the most revenue outside of the electrical and water utilities that are out there. But they're not allowed to be very incredibly profitable, the electrical companies and the water um, the, and our, and our uh, water sanitation companies, because they are regulated by the government. They say, you're allowed to make a few bucks. You're allowed to be a monopoly. But there's a caveat. We need to know your margins. And if it exceeds this amount, if you make too much, then you're going to have to give it back to the community. With the cellular data, it's not considered a utility. The internet is not considered a utility. And when you have issues like the one I just told you about, about a cell phone, it's a basic one. And there's, there's other indicators and other examples of why cellular data and cellular communication should be concerned I mean, should be considered and a concerning development in Washington as a utility because it, it, it is. I mean, there's just too many people invested in it. And when you have companies like T-Mobile who claim to be the broadest 5G broadband communication in the country, whatever the hell that means, they don't even own all the infrastructure. There are third party syndicates that actually buy the towers. They rent and then they lease out the services of said towers. When I'm driving from my house to my in-laws, which is a two and a half hour drive, I see roughly four and a half billion dollars worth the infrastructure laid out over a 200 mile radius. And you can see it because of the way the transport is communicating. You can see it from the, the cellular towers to the radio towers to the electrical transmission lines that are running over regular electrical lines which have their own communication types you can see all of it right before your very eyes as you're driving down the road and this isn't something that was just built in the day we're talking about generations of utility and transport that has been developed and built right in front of our very eyes but we just never really recognized it whenever you drive next to a transmission electrical site or you you, you drive past those big cellular cellular or telecommunication towers it's all changing folks it's all changing so why why am i talking about this like what is what is bringing this passion this fervor this this energy to talk about this with you today because i talk about all kinds of stuff i talk about politics i talk about sports i talk about religion to some extent i talk about the wars and how all that crap kind of manifested and i talk about other stuff but why am i talking about this because folks there are a lot of big issues in this country that we have to face as a country and we got podcasts galore for those but when it comes to the ultimate indicator of transparency, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile have basically been afforded to be geographical monopolies in certain regions, first and foremost, from a cellular data transport type. And then on top of that, 
we have internet providers that connect regular 5G internet speeds to your house via fiber, like a Comcast or a Cox cable, just to name a couple, because those are the only ones I know off the top of my head right this very second. And, and those companies have monopolies on the infrastructure. The only ones that are actually playing the game fairly are the electrical companies, which are forced to via regulation, and our sanitation, water and sanitation companies, which are usually locally and on a state level regulated, funded entity, which are considered monopolies. So how do we get the the cellular data and the internet companies to finally fall into that regulated throttled space of ensuring that they're doing the right thing all the time? And when they don't, slapping them on the wrist. And the answer is we don't have anybody worth a damn in Washington that gives a shit. They're more worried about lining their pockets pockets from Verizon and AT&T and T-Mobile and Comcast and Time Warner and Cox Cable. They're more worried about those big Fortune 200 companies coming in and throwing out million-dollar bills like it ain't no big deal and lining their pockets, and they just continue to not represent the American people in the best interest. Internet should be absolutely free. It absolutely should be because the infrastructure is in place. We've been paying for it for well over 30 years. And we've done so, and the margins are so grossly inept that companies like Verizon are having to take out loans to build more shit to try to justify the amount they're charging you. Because it's expensive as shit to do this. So I hope in the future that I can get somebody that works in the industry that can educate me a little bit on the infrastructure. Because companies like Verizon are in over their head. Companies like T-Mobile are in over their head. And the only way that they're going to be able to recoup cost is by charging you a ton. Because really, when you look at your phone and you talk about cellular communication, the shit's free, folks. It's just the level in which you want to have it and where you want to have it, right? I mean, cellular communication, in essence, is a frequency that is produced by the fucking sun itself. It's out there. It's everywhere. And it is a strong, short um, to intermediate signal that has to use a mesh networking schema to function in a space. Now, let's get to the technical stuff. Don't make me do that today because I'm not the most abbreviated individual on the planet when we talk about the different types of transport and how those are communicating on a very granular level. But for the sake of this podcast and explaining it to you, it is no different than the nerves in your body. From the neuroreceptors in your brain, you have a networking freeway that runs through every part of your body, from your fingers to your to your metatarsals. You have a complete networking scheme which tells you when you get hurt, when you feel pain, it goes immediately to the brain. That is a signal that is essentially saying, hey, don't step on that motherfucker. And that signal is no different than our cellular transport. It's no different than a router. It's no different than anything else. What it is, in essence, 
is a communication type that uses cellular frequencies and they use other nerve pathways, if you will, to communicate, hey, uh, Fair's trying to communicate with John in Kentucky, or he's trying to communicate with Steve in Minneapolis. And these are using inner network and mesh networks that are able for you to be able to talk instantaneously no matter what the distance is. You're not using telecommunication lines. You're using cellular radio signals that use routers and modems at the heart of each one of these hubs to get you to you want. You're basically accessing the internet without using the internet. Make sense? It's not like you're it's not like you're pinging off 16 towers from from Pennsylvania to Arizona to get to somebody. No, you're you're using a very complex mesh network that is built off of cellular communication. That is the transport to get you to where you need to go to get you into a network. And that is the essence of it. So once you have the infrastructure in place, you're golden, pony boy. And see, when you have companies like Verizon and AT&T and T-Mobile who paid billions of dollars over a 10-year period to get 4G up and going... Now they've already recouped their costs off 4G. Now they're going to start making you pay 5G cost while still keeping 4G readily prevalent for many of their customers. Let's face it. And who's going to make those companies honor that? It's not going to be me. Not unless I become president or a congressman who lights a fire under those assholes. It's, it's, it's not going to be me. It's got to be somebody competent enough to understand transport. We're so fucking worried about people getting COVID and our kids getting vaccinated that we're forgetting other shit. This stuff's important. This is just one thing. Our technology is getting way out of the spectrum of politics. And that should be a concern from our social media to the internet to our telecommunication transports to the way we purchase things online, to our firewall and encryptions, to our proprietary content. Holy shit, folks, we're getting to a point where like Congress is completely oblivious of where technology is and, and where we need to be as a people. Like there needs to be more regulation. And I'm a conservative libertarian saying that like it's dangerous right now. How unfair the game is. My phone worked great up until probably three or four months ago. They did a software update on my Apple phone. Got a new phone. Now all of a sudden my battery's the worst I've ever seen. My cellular signal is shit because of 5G. So it's a perfect storm of a new iPhone 13 coming out and 5G becoming the trump card for everything. And you're either a have or a have not. And by the way, not only do you pay a tax to Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile when you buy a $1,300 device, I mean, you pay that to Uncle Sam, but you have to pay an activation fee of like 70, 35 bucks. Like it, like it's killing Verizon that you got a new phone. Oh, it's so much work to, to change the Mac ID of your device from, from this to this. Ugh. That's worth 35 kiss my ass. It's a hidden fee that the cellular companies should not 
should not be giving. They don't fucking care about you. Now, again, these are all bitching and complaining. I can talk about banks later. I mean, I have I have a whole manifest of bullshit conspiracies that I have. But when it comes to our way of really understanding the mechanisms of technology, we, we first and foremost have to understand how things work. So if you're listening to this podcast and it, it all intrigues you, I want you to look up cellular communication and how it works. And then compare it to what I told you earlier about the human body and the networking schema that is required for when I step on a splinter with my foot, that signal going through nerve pathways and reaching my brain. And understanding that that is no different than the scheme in which our cellular data is transported. And how quickly and autonomously it can do that through networking schemes. And how much that might actually cost and maintain. And on top of that, what 4G means versus what 5G means, which maybe I'll talk about later. And on top of that, understanding that we're paying 5G costs at a 4G premium. While also having to pay hidden fees, being throttled, and having our phones fucked up because there's not a new model. Oh, it's the battery. They end up shooting the bed. Listen, folks, I have an iPhone 7. I had a brand new battery put in it. And within four months, the battery was the same as it was when I had it replaced. These phones are designed to break. There is too much going on on the technological level that is just distancing the divide between the rich and the not rich. For those of us who are getting by, that's great. I'll continue to live this life. But it doesn't change anything. So cellular data, how it works, phone towers, infrastructure. We got a multi-billion dollar infrastructure bill that's trying to get passed by the, by the, the House of Representatives. I'm going to wrap with this. And those motherfuckers have no idea where that money's going. They, they have no idea where that money is going to ultimately go. They can say, oh, it's going to go toward roads and bridges and blah, blah, blah. No, it's going to line the pockets of politicians and lobbyists and syndicated lobbyists and hush money. And at the end of the day, of that $3 trillion, the American people are going to see a small percentage of it. It's going to be garbage. We're being served a flaming turd sandwich. $5 trillion? Are you kidding me? Washington wants to spend $5 trillion on infrastructure? Well, what good is that if it's not all going into infrastructure? And don't give me this this crap about, oh, it's going toward poor communities and all that crap. Because that's shit too. That's shit too. It's not. It's going to go toward liberal cities who have they get densely populated regions who people don't pay a lot of taxes and they'll, they'll throw a few bucks into that but rule america is still going to get hammered in the ass and they're not going to get anything because that's what this country does it gives all the densely populated liberal cities all the money first and the people who can't handle human beings and want to live out in the sticks are getting fucked even though they're paying their pro, pro their their proportional amount but 
the utility companies say, oh, there's not enough money involved in, in, like Verizon, there's no money involved in putting a tower here. Or, you know, oh, a new road, a new bridge, all these other things. There's only 12,000 people that drive over that bridge a day. That's not a big deal. The way the infrastructure bill is currently being packaged in Washington is shit. The way our infrastructure is set is shit. And in a way, World War II was the greatest blessing for Europe because they were a dated-ass civilization for the most part. I mean, holy shit, it took a world war twice and Americans' industrial revolution and America's industry and putting people to work and building shit to re- we built Europe, we rebuilt Europe within a decade, including Germany. And, and, and to Germany's point, like, how is Germany a Nazi powered country during World War II who lost the goddamn war? How are they better off today than they were prior to World War II? How is Germany the number one economy in Europe? After murdering like 9 million Jews. How? Questions, folks. Poland's still broke as fuck. Britain can't get their shit together. Yet somehow, Germany will will fare. They're geographically in a great spot for agriculture and industry. They, They are the... Basically, the the, ba- the bread basket of Europe. Well, fucking fantastic. Why couldn't they just do that instead of murdering 9 million Jews? And to the whole assumption that we're going to be okay, we think we're okay, but we don't realize what we're giving up in terms of what is fair. Countries like Germany can can afford to to be reckless with cash because they've got a surplus. What we have here in America is, frankly, an injustice. This is why Democrats get elected, folks, because corporatists like Verizon, they're more worried about the bottom line than doing what's right for their customers. Remember that. It's the small companies that ultimately try to keep your business by being fair. With that, I hope everybody enjoys their day. Everybody love everybody.